You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with two very special guests. Um, we actually met at Georgie's called Magic Market. Yeah, Magic Market. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we just had a really brief conversation, but you guys were telling me that you guys did a podcast and, like, it was very quick, quick conversation. Um, but I got a chance to listen and just hear some of the episodes and some of the topics that you guys spoke about. And I was like, wow, this conversation needs to be heard. You guys are not only putting on for New York City, you're putting on for women. Um, you're having necessary conversations that people need to think about and, like, questions that you guys ask are, are important and need to be discussed so like i just like was so excited when you guys like wanted to be on the podcast because you guys are just going to continue to grow and build your brand and i'm just going to be happy to see it and watch it and just want to support it so without any further ado please introduce yourselves wow well, thanks for that that amazing wow, introduction yeah. that's a nice sunday um treat yeah no, hi my name is uh, marcel rosa salas and I'm one of the co-hosts of the Top Rank podcast, and I do other things too, but I guess we'll talk about that. Um, I'm Isabel Flower. I'm Marcel's co-host of our podcast and various other ventures that we do together in addition to our jobs. So, yeah, yeah hustle nice and flow. <laughs> so, so how did you guys meet? How do you guys know each other? Okay, yeah, this is, this is a cool story. So, um, Isabel went to the same college that my partner went to. Mm -hmm. So I was basically just always going there. And I'd see her. She was very, Elizabeth was very like mysterious. So like, she had her own life, which I really related to. And what, do, some, what do you mean mysterious life? She just wasn't <laughs> ever around. But when she was around, it was just to like pick up like a piece of clothing or like mm -hmm. a pair of hoop earrings or something like that. <laughs> I was just like, she seems so cool. But she, or you would just make eggs randomly or something. So I was just like, okay. She's like never around, but she seems really cool. Yeah. And then I can't remember one time I actually heard you like say something, but I remember in my mind being like, we're going to be friends one day. Mm. Just watch. And then it was sure after enough. we graduated, yeah. wow. we, we connected. Really? And ever since. We actually ran into each other in Penn Station one day. Oh, wow. yes. Yeah. On wow. our internship. Take me through that day. Oh, I was. I was coming from Philadelphia because I had an internship at this ad agency in New York that I'd come in like every other week to do. And you were interning. I was going to my internship too. I was I was interning at an art magazine and we just like crossed paths in the like NJ transit yeah, area. Yeah. Like everything around us became yeah. like foggy. Yeah. And so then we were just like, we need to see each other and catch up. And we ended up, you know, realizing that we had a ton of mutual interests, which I guess had already been kind of clear when we were first just around each other. Mm. But then we ended up embarking over the next year on like various kind of like big life projects together mm. so that was kind of like an amazing and spontaneous shift that's yeah. so dope like where are you guys both from though i'm from brooklyn okay. i grew up on court street between sackett and degraw in carroll gardens mm -hmm. which is now very bougie <laughs> but that's why i don't live there anymore but that's where i spent you know 18 years of my life when i went to college that's real that's real yeah um i was born in washington dc and then i lived in pennsylvania outside of philadelphia until i was like 12 and then i moved to new jersey Nice. So I've been around, I'm, and then I moved to New York, like, right as I was finishing school, so I'm, like, mm. almost, almost six years ago. Wow, so you guys met up or reconnected at Penn Station, and then you just said, like, you guys just started working on, like, projects together and embarking on some big things together. What even led to that? Like, was it just, like, being like-minded, or, like, wh what were some of those projects? Like? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a combination of things, because both of us work in fields that are very... Um, writing and like research based and we kind of have like our projects mm -hmm. but I think we also have so many other complementary interests that 
we would both love an out outlet to have. So yeah. it's a combination of having the same interests and also like wanting to embark and create mm. yeah. outside of our jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I guess I've been looking for someone like this my whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. soulmate. So, so it's fun. Just like, oh, I have an idea. Like, I want to do something. And mm. Isabel is also very much about, yeah, if we can think about it, we can make it. That's probably in some first grade classroom mm -hmm. poster or something like that. Yeah, if you yeah, can think yeah. it, you can do it. But it's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of like her vibe too, so. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like we also, the kind of things that we're interested in are often at, at a kind of intersectional place where there isn't necessarily an obvious outlet for mm -hmm. them, so. We realized that if we wanted to like put on some of the things that we cared about, we would have to make our own platform to do that. Yeah, so, exactly. which actually, I guess, leads us a little bit to the story of how we even started the podcast because yeah. we had been hanging out one day and, and had been discussing our mutual love for nameplate jewelry, mm -hmm. and we had decided, like, with no reason whatsoever, that we were going to do a research project about nameplates <laughs> with like a no outlet. To yeah. That was our only yeah. mode. It's like, yeah, okay, like, research is I studied photography in school and had done a lot of work about like typologies and making archives of things that right. had kind of been my jam. Right. So we had decided that we were going to go to all these different jewelry stores and essentially just like do some like historiographic research about nameplates and how they came about and like mm -hmm. all the different styles. Mm -hmm. But then coincidentally at the same time, Marcel was had been asked to, to start a podcast with a magazine that she was working on and you can like say more about that but mm -hmm. then she asked me to do it with her and we were like oh word like we'll just do this nameplate right. thing for the first episode so Absolutely. so it kind of it's kind of funny that we were going to do that anyway because it was like that's like very typical us to create a giant time-consuming stressful project <laughs> for absolutely no reason yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, like wait no game, like no pay no place right, to put it right, like right. nada yeah yeah, absolutely. But, <laughs> yeah that was oh god the nameplay episode yeah i guess maybe we should just talk about the platform that mm. we're uh, our podcast is associated with mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so a, a really really good friend of ours who i met at a, a former job that i had her name is Alice Grandois. Hey. She's the best. And we met What's up, Alice? Yeah. <laughs> we met at work. We were we were both working at Red Bull at the time. And she, outside of the many gajillion responsibilities she had at Red Bull, she also was starting this um, women's publication yeah. called Top Rank. Um, she told me about it and I like, wanted to be part of it immediately. So that's the printed publication portion, but in between Oh, sorry. Okay. In between, what is it? Magazines. I'm like losing printed <laughs> matter language. Um, in between uh, magazines, sh she had the idea to, to start a podcast and asked me to do it. Nice. Of course, first, like, who likes to hear their own voice? I mean, yeah. you know, it's a journey of discovery so to kind true. of like yeah, yeah. get there. Even get comfortable hearing yourself. Yeah. And like facilitating conversations. So I was like mm. up for the challenge mm. and found the perfect partner. By the grace, <laughs> um, and, and you guys knew each other prior to. This yeah, we yeah, 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 we knew each other prior oh, to, okay. the, to the to the to uh, the magazine for sure. Okay. But um, been super blessed to actually have like an outlet, like a, mm. a, a platform for us to um, that's so aligned with like I think who I am as a person, who uh, Isabel is, uh, to really just be able to explore and do these projects. So absolutely, that's Alice is um, part of a team of some other people that we work with to try to promote stories of women uh, from diverse backgrounds who are doing really great things in the world, creating, thinking, and like pushing boundaries. So that's kind of like our rubric, I think, for our lives, hopefully, and also yeah. the types of um, things and ideas and people we like to celebrate and questions we like to ask. So, top rank, 
always forever in my heart. So that's that's yeah. that's, that's where the podcast is like lives. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Is with through this kind of platform, yeah. but it's really our baby. Yeah, we, we call it like a research platform. Mm. So the point, I feel like the point of the episodes is not to present a topic and then draw some kind of conclusion about it, but rather just to put out a ton of info, hopefully in a like complicated and maybe even dissonant way. Yeah. And then yeah. let people like sort through that in whichever way they want to. Mm. But it's been really awesome to have that as as like a resource. Like I feel like it gives me a ton of satisfaction and almost therapy to mm. have, to have it. So mm. Yeah, someone asked us actually recently if our podcast was like super journalistic or investigative. Was it, or do we strive for some like impartiality, objectivity? And I remember immediately saying, like, I don't believe in objectivity. Yeah, you were like, hold <laughs> on. Right, yeah. right. And our podcast is extremely subjective, which I mean, yeah. of course, all media is, mm. regardless of whether Fox News is making it or Isabel and I are making it, you right. know, in our in my apartment. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think we embrace to point to Isabel something you said earlier the sort of intersections of our own identities and also being at the time of life that we're in. I think. That subjective. I mean, there's investigative aspects to what we what we do. Sure, I think yeah. just the types of approaches, the research for sure. But in right. terms of striving for anything objective, yeah. no. Mm. Like we're not really <laughs> trying to to provide answers. We're trying to pro- to like provide information, mm. which I feel like is actually so difficult to yeah, to yeah. get access to. Like there's an illusion that with the internet and all these different sources of media that you have access to a lot of things that actually are quite hard to come by. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like every time, often we've had guests who are, you know, experts in some field or another, like when we did an episode with Planned Parenthood last year after the election and we did one with a professor of Marcel's about opioid abuse and, and, and race and drug policy. And like every time that we talk to someone, after having previously done the maximum research about whatever the topic was, mm. when they step on the show, they say so many things that like we could never have known. Like I'm always right. learning right. so much in real time and it yeah. makes you realize how hard it is to actually get the like scope of details that you think that you have access to. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. I feel like that is that to me is one of the most exciting parts because it, it like it's just a constant reminder that you just don't know shit and yeah. you have to remember right. that. Yeah. Like you do not know. Absolutely. Yeah. You Absolutely. Need that reminder. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that I truly appreciate when I do listen to the podcast is that you guys aren't trying to provide answers. You're just trying to get people to think. You know, yeah. like as simple as that sounds, like with all the information that exists with the internet and everything, like ironically, people think less, you know? Yeah, they just yeah. assume and just like think, okay, this is how things are. And they don't give give themselves a chance to critically think about what they actually believe. And you know, you guys are providing a platform for people to actually do that and exercise their brains a little bit, you know? So I really appreciate that, you know? Yeah, and to speak on what you, yeah, absolutely. And to speak on what you were talking about earlier, just in terms of you guys, like chemistry, it's like really good to see like creative soulmates. You know, that's very rare to find. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're smiling really big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, a lot of uh, people. You know, they have visions or ideas, but being able to find someone who can share that with you is is very um, it's very important. It's it's and it's often rare. You know, to find someone who's on the same wavelength and who can actually like compliment you and your your journey so i see you guys doing it like it's just and it seems very natural it's unforced it's, it's like supposed to happen that way so yeah. yeah big up to you guys for that definitely Thank you. looks at god yeah. <laughs> seriously like universe i don't know yeah, it's yeah. like it is a blessing for sure mm, absolutely in a lot of different 
Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like also part of it is that whatever like side ventures you have outside of your kind of like conventional career or job or school, like mm. I feel like for us, we've we've learned that we have to take this as seriously as if it is a job. Like even yeah. though you know we're not uh, making money or whatever, okay. like. I treat like our email conversations or like our plans or our to-do list as if it was like, Just I'm about important. to get fired yeah, if yeah. I don't do this, <laughs> yes. And I feel like when they say like relationships take work, like it just takes like to not take for granted that you can mm. slack off on something. Mm. And I, I feel like that has, that kind of trust that each of us will come through has has given us an, a really like strong glue. Yeah. Like I really like, dep- I like trust you, which is not something that I say yeah. about a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, like yeah. I know that if you say you will do something that you will. Mm. And like, I really value that in a person. Likewise, so, yeah, there's not many yeah. people yeah. in our lives that are you can rely yeah. on. Oh, like that, talk so. about it. No, absolutely, absolutely. So first of all, like since we met at Georgie's event, like how do you guys know Georgie? Well, I I know him kind of. I used to get my hair done by someone who, mm-hmm. Ellie oh, yeah. Ellie Luciano, who's like amazing, and she. Uh, I met I met him once though. I feel like, but I met him through you, Isabel. Really. Yeah. Well, first, ex- explain who Georgie is for those who are listening who like don't know who yeah. Georgie is. Like, who is Georgie? Georgie Esparza is an artist and a hair dresser and a multifaceted creative personality and community maker. I really hope he's listening. Yeah, he to this right now. Yeah, he's <laughs> an extremely special person, and I actually met him. Well, I had been kind of aware of, of his work, like his artwork. I work in an art magazine, so it's mm-hmm. like my thing to keep up on this kind of thing. And I had been aware of his photography and a few other things. And we had a couple mutual friends, and I actually invited him to do something for an issue of the magazine that I work for to like submit an image, yeah. I think like a, a year and a half ago. And after that, we met and just like really hit it off because we have kind of a similar worldview and like perspective on the creative industries and like having a kind of alternate point of view. So. After that, we just like really became tight, and he has been really supportive to us. And like we've just done a lot of mutual ventures and like project, like small projects. Like we we also make hats. Side note, yeah, but yeah. we were selling our hats at this fair that he hosted, and his gallery, uh, 175 Magic or Magic 175, yeah. one of those two has these events where he'll like bring together different people from his life who are creative in some regard and it's it's really awesome because it's like people who ostensibly have a lot in common but wouldn't necessarily have met otherwise like us for example Uh, yeah Yeah. Yeah. like he becomes this kind of like conduit for people to come together so that's really dope that's so cool yeah yeah absolutely yeah just shout out to georgie because i think what he's doing is like so important you know for like for our for our generation you know, he's totally. pro- he's providing that, that way for us to all connect. And, yeah. like, you know, it's like if you know Georgie, like, you trust his taste level. So he's not going to just, like, introduce you to anybody. Like, he's, like, introducing people you need to know. So, like, I just feel like through even the first event that we met at over the summer, it was just, like, so dope just to see, like, all these different cats, like, you know, just killing it. Either, like, super, super up and coming. And now a year later, it's like, oh, shit, now they're really doing it. Like, shout out to, like, Public House Skate Team. Like, yeah. and just seeing all the all the guys just, like, doing the thing. It's, like, really, really dope. So, yeah, how was that event for you, if you remember anything about it? Oh, it was so... It was It amazing. was awesome. Wait, when yeah. was that, actually? It was, it was in the summertime? It, yeah. was, it yeah. was at the very beginning of September, like... <laughs> 
the second week of September, but it was crazy right. hot. It was really hot. Because we had yeah. this, ex- like, it was a million degrees <laughs> in that room. I will actually yeah, never forget yeah, that yeah, because yeah. I was. Oh, because our, 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 our um, photos were falling. Oh, yeah. Melting so off we had made this, like, installation. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We'd made this installation of essentially, like, inspirational pictures. I don't want to say mood board because I mm-hmm. hate that phrase, but, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just to give you a glimpse. And I had spent the entire day at Kinko's printing shit out for this. Oh, Kinko's hustle. Yeah, that's real. no, I know that's about the it. studio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice, yeah. we had taped them all up and it was so humid that they were literally flying off like the wall the entire melting. event. But it was an awesome event. I mean, it, it was, was so, so crowded and like everybody who was there was there with intention that they mm. were really curious about what was going on and like yeah. wanted like more people I feel like asked those questions about what we're about and what we do and why than I than we usually experience when we're selling like merch. Yeah. But yeah. It was really cool. It, it also was really fun to do that mood board thing. Yeah, it really was. We, we went through our phones and like sent each other essentially like a hundred photographs that just rem- that had reminded us of things that we do, whether that be nameplates or like our hats or like any of our podcast stuff or just any interest and putting it all together mm. was actually like, it was a huge source of clarity. <laughs> Weirdly, yes, like as simple as it was, like I was like, whoa, like, like here it all yeah. is. Like yeah. this actually makes sense yeah. in some yeah, way. Yeah, there was some, yeah. In, in the chaos of that <laughs> yeah. mood, no, let's not say mood board, of our inspiration tapestry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that better. <laughs> there was, um, there were some funny just like consistencies. Like you could, I don't know, it was just, it was, it was a, such a great experience. Oh yeah, that was hilarious because sure. we basically submitted slightly, well, submitted to each other slightly different versions of the same Same thing. thing. (laughs) It was like various kind of like theory and sociology quotes, pictures of nameplates, pictures of like random signs and like infrastructure. (laughs) Like they're just like little themes running throughout that was really funny. So like I I couldn't even tell like which were yours and which were mine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. because we often shared these images with each other too. So I was like, oh, familiar, remember that. (laughs) Yeah, but Joji is a really special person. I mean, I feel really lucky to have gotten to know him through these past events and he had something else recently in December that was like super fun. Oh yeah, exactly, we were connected. it was more of an art installation yeah time, but it was yeah it was really dope yeah um but he just has a really like genuine kind of like radiant spirit about mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. um and you can tell that his intentions and in bringing people together are really coming from um a good a, a really really good place yeah. yeah so always like i feel like just like the energy like the spirit in these spaces just like very positive mm-hmm. so yeah like anything he does i'm like look forward to like attending because yeah. he's just he glows you glow joji <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah and just him as like even like a leader or a curator of that event it's like really good to see because his energy is so good that that sets the tone for the entire yeah, yeah. event you know everyone else just falls in line with that exactly. you know and i feel like you know even i, I remember like what was it, honest collective performed as well the, mm-hmm. the jazz oh, yeah. band and they killed it and it was super super hot i remember that and i remember on my way out frank ocean came up like for, oh yeah, oh, I, yeah. I thought i was bugging i was like strange <laughs> that guy looks exactly like frank ocean yeah, like yeah, can't yeah. be him, yeah. yeah yeah but it was just it's good to see and like people went there like you said before it was like with intention you know you didn't just show up there to act cool or be seen or like be like the who's who you were there because you wanted to connect with like-minded people and just to hear people say like they were asking you guys questions that like really meant something like real questions that's just further confirmation of that you know so that's really great to hear yeah. definitely for you guys like how has it been like from the starting process and like doing your first episode and <laughs> trying to figure it out to like 
the journey? Like, tell me how that's been for you, like, to where oh, you're at wow. now. <laughs> um, wow. Well, I think. Well, I think with our first podcast is actually one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it about? For it, those who don't know. Yeah. So our first podcast was about nameplate jewelry. So essentially, what we did was try to come up with our own sort of like social history uh, and cultural history of the style mm-hmm. through our own kind of conversation. But also, we interviewed some professors, some cultural commentators, and got some. I call them like testimonies from like friends, people like people that I grew up with, uh, to just say something about like what their what this jewelry means to them. That ended up actually being really powerful, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, the fabricators. Oh yeah. yes! Oh my gosh! Of course! And we have built this um, deep friendship bond <laughs> with a jewelry store on Fulton hey. Street in downtown Brooklyn called Bargain Bizarre Jewelry. Fulton. Hey. Yeah. Um, they're great people, and I'm going there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going there tomorrow five. Um, and we just, we, we basically started by going, you know, downtown Brooklyn. I said, I grew up, um, I grew up in Cow Gardens. So Fulton street mall was kind of, you know, the place to, to like stunt the place to get your sneakers and like your nameplate jewelry, et cetera. But Mm. of course, because that whole area is being gentrified, a lot of those stores, a lot of this like design tradition, Mm. I think is, especially in New York and Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn is you know, being erased. I mean, you have some stores here and there, but uh, we started that episode by actually just going up and down Fulton Street, trying to um, interview jewelry makers Mm. and things like that. And I observed, A, there weren't as many shops that, like, of course, that, that I remember growing up. But B, finally, at the end of Fulton Street, one of the last stores, Bargain Bazaar Jewelers, mm-hmm. welcomed us and were like, yeah, sure, you could totally talk to us. You could totally <laughs> come phone- here with like a recording a set. Recording yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. said they let us... Um, they let us watch one of their like fabricators, jewelry makers design a, a nameplate, and we were actually able to get footage um, and photographs of the process. We were able to uh, photograph a series of the different designs that they have. We had like an extended interview with Ali, who's kind of like shout out to Ali, hey. who's kind of like the shop master yeah. <laughs> and like a brilliant artist, PR yeah. PR person for the shop, and is like an expert in this style. Mm. Um, so he was able to inform us. Um, they're kind of uh, the the styles that are the most popular, kind yeah. of like the inventory they carry, and that was a component of the podcast that we uh, put together into an hour long musing. Um, I think music, it was over an hour. <laughs> musing. Um, so I, so to just talk about the first go at it, I mean we kind of went ham with research <laughs> to the point where on our first day, did we record the episode twice actually? Mm. Um, you know, we, I think that Didn't we, oh, we? wait, oh my god. Because it we sounded totally too did. stiff the first time because we, we had like wrote, a 15-page script. Happens. Yeah, yeah, I know oh what my you god. mean. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, you got to re-record things and stuff. Yeah, continue, continue. Yeah, yeah so we, I, I, I mean, I'm remembering that we might have re-recorded it, but I don't know. <laughs> but we came prepared with an extensive script, which we still do. I don't think that... It's it's gotten. This was like twenty pages. It long. was like an it essay. It was crazy. It, yeah. <laughs> Which we actually turned basically yeah. the script into a paper in a journal that we just published. So, so yeah, yeah. So basically, you guys like prepared like basically twenty episodes worth of content for the first episode. We yes. acted like we acted like this was our dissertation, yes, and yeah, that this was yeah. the last time we would ever make a public statement on yeah. any topic. But like, yeah, yeah. But I'm happy we went mm-hmm. hard like that because mm-hmm. I'm still so proud of that. Absolutely. Episode. I mean, I'm proud of everything we put out, but I think 
for our first go at it, editing it ourselves, like doing yes. all that stuff. Like, yes. I think I I think we did a good job. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it shows. It shows definitely. Oh, thanks. Thank so that's. I mean, we spent like okay. When did we record that episode? I feel like we recorded it in November or something. It we had like been researching. Recently. Yeah, we had been researching it for almost four months mm. by the time we actually recorded it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think that we because we were coming from kind of like deeply academic perspectives on what it meant to present information mm. and less of a podcast perspective. Right. Yeah, that's the important. way that we formatted it and did it was like tremendously time consuming, not in a bad way, but it was just a lot of work. And I, and I think that we have realized over the past like year and a half or two years that there are ways to do these kinds of shows where you don't have to prepare like that much material mm. and you can actually like delegate that responsibility to a guest mm. so i think that we've gotten a lot better about doing that because yeah. we used to you know try and become experts in the field before <laughs> the show because right, you want to feel like yeah. you, you, like you're not, not talking yeah. bullshit you exactly. know what you're talking like, about I, yeah. no i was very concerned about that is like mm. talking off the cuff and like not mm. just saying some like any old Random. shit yeah yeah, yeah. I feel like we've learned that, but it was also really satisfying to do the process that way. Like we've learned not to write a twenty-page script. Like I'm glad that we did that because yeah, we did just publish this as an exactly. article. But yeah, yeah. but we've gotten a little more. I mean, I'm actually quite shy and never in a million years like would have imagined that I would have any kind of like talk show presence. Like, <laughs> I'm still to this day talk show presence. Yeah. When we record, I'm. Sick, nervous for the entire day. Like I asked you to so be on. nervous. You were yeah. telling me like I get so nervous before. I, I can't even tell right now. Like yo, you can't even like. She's a wrecking yeah, side. Just kidding. No, she's. Yeah, I mean. I've gotten a lot better, and I feel like that's actually been really good for me. Right. That it's like mm. given me confidence in my own voice in a way that I didn't have Absolutely. necessarily yeah. before, which has been like a huge. I feel like that's what I really the, value about it yeah, too. Yeah, the growth from episode one to now. I think. That's definitely such a skill, being able to just like yeah. think on your feet and yeah, be comfortable with hearing my own voice. Definitely. Yeah, that's definitely. been growth for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No, and it's good. I think this is great even having this conversation. Like we're both in like doing podcasts and I feel like we can sort of relate. A lot of the things that you're saying, like I also experienced as well. So like yeah, even just like for me over the past like couple months like it's I've just seen the growth and like just the repetition of sort of like interviewing and learning how to turn an interview more into a conversation versus it just being like a list of questions Um, like it's been really good for me you know and just sort of like just becoming comfortable hearing your own voice and understanding more about what you believe you know and like being comfortable sharing that with people you know I think that's really really key And, and for me this has been like a great great platform just to like even learn about myself of course you know it's like we have guests on every episode but you know being able to like allow like your guests to sort of teach you about you you know Mm, like to open up different perspectives on yourself has been great and like i feel like when i listen to your guys you know episodes it's the same thing it's like i'm learning not only about topics but how it relates to me as well you know which is key because you're like changing people's minds that way you're giving them a different way of thinking which, you know, is completely necessary now when everyone's just being told what to believe, you know? So totally. you're helping people to, like, re-identify with themselves, mm. you know? And I feel like such a <laughs> unifying experience of being young, but also, I mean, 
from our perspective, like being a woman too, is mm. being kind of alienated from your own perspective. Like so mm. many things that you experience are then kind of like rewritten in the public eye or in the way that the media like re-reflects it back on you. It, yeah. Exactly. Mm. So it, it makes you like wonder about your own subjectivity in a way, except for that for me, like doing that became so natural that I actually couldn't even tell that I was doing it anymore. So I feel like learning how to not question that or to uh, believe in the Ver in like the validity of your own perspective as like mm. simple as as that is is like a huge I identity formation tool which i have access to this podcast yeah, yeah. it's taken yeah. me a while to like understand what it was but i think that i don't know how i would have i don't know like how i would have gone at somewhere else so mm. i'm really mm. grateful for that wow. yeah wow that was powerful <laughs> that was super powerful. She's available for bookings. Yeah. <laughs> right, Contact right. Marcel. Yeah. 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 All links will be yeah. in the description of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but but for real, that's that's like so key. Like as you're saying that, I, I even want to dig into that a little bit more. Like specifically as women, having you said it perfectly, the validity of your own perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that mean now in 2018? Like, is that something that? Um, is becoming more championed or do you feel like there still needs to be like a lot of work done on that? For some reason the word the internet is like floating in yeah, my mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think the power of for, for those of us who do have the privilege to have like internet access and like mobile technologies mm. and all that stuff um, I think it's a really exciting time to for people who have felt like myself have felt that um, even in many of like the women's publications, online publications, I mean, there's so much out there, but um, topics not necessarily being um, explored um, in, I guess, like the intersection that I I would find appealing. Like, mm. for, for example, taking something like nameplate jewelry and making it um, like a rigorous sort of artistic and aesthetic movement and analyze it that way. Yeah. I wasn't... Yeah. You know, and I have, I, I, as I said, I don't, I, I mean, no one knows anything. So I'm sure there's many platforms in the World Wide Web print in, in the world that perhaps are doing something similar to what we're doing. But I think um, I'm grateful for the tools that I have available at my disposal to be able to have a question um, and try to start answering it in my own way. Yeah, so yeah. that's been just like... The recording technology that we have, mm. the fact that I have like a duffel bag of stuff. Yeah. We could it's very mobile, we can go speak to someone. I have the internet, I can like research a topic like remotely from my house. I mean, there's just like so many ways that we can not only consume knowledge but produce knowledge yeah. in a way yeah. um, that I think uh, and I champion again high key subjectivity, mm. like yeah. coming from yeah. like my own lens and it and Isabel's lens are kind of combined lenses yeah, on life yeah. um, I think that that's been super exciting yeah. I I don't really think I consume uh, I don't even know what kind of media I consume that I would consider like women's media or anything I just have to read a lot for school so mm. anytime I'm not reading I'm like watching like a YouTube video yeah. or something like yeah, I like absolutely. like or like I don't know black yeah. mirror or something like Yo. that um, Did you finish the new season? I didn't finish. Okay. I only watched three episodes, which I recommended to Isabel yes. because unlike me, I'm the TV person. She does not watch TV. <laughs> so I like yeah, fulfill yeah, that yeah. part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess I'm excited because I, I feel like Isabel and I get to create the media that I mm -hmm. want to see in the world, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which makes me so happy and proud and also scared, of course. Mm -hmm. 
because even though we say on our podcast all the time that our uh, we're not meant to be prescriptive or conclusive, you know, I come from a background like I'm in grad school right now, yeah, yeah. so it's all about like. Well, have you like have you read this? Do you actually know what you're talking about? Are you thinking about this topic in the many sort of dimensions that you possibly could? Yeah. Uh, I guess I always have that kind of devil on my shoulder, being like, but you know, there is like a really good answer out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think this podcast, for that element of my personality, is good to be like, you know, we're never gonna have all the answers. Mm. I'll repeat, high key subjectivity, mm. and that's the strength. So. Um, I think that our platform does that really well um, because I think a lot of the topics we do cover, I guess, always intersect with some aspect of um, femininity or womanhood in whatever way that either of us want to define it because, of course, that's such a mutable like concept in the first place. But um, I think we're creating that like a cool platform yes. um, that I don't... I don't see out there, but again, I don't know everything, and there's probably lots of dope stuff that I need to be put onto. So, <laughs> there you go, there you go. So, I, I mean, I'm down, I'm down for recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real, and and I see that what you're saying is, is really important because I think in the past a lot of like the content that we're talking about have been packaged and filtered through still the man's perspective or like through like mass media's preset assumptions about women. Yeah. You know, so like now you guys are like playing a very pivotal role in being able to create that content. It's coming from the source, you know, unfiltered and it's like completely in your control. And I think that's really, really key to have like more and more voices like that who are actually creating content that is exactly what you're thinking. And it's not like watered down or, you know, made to, to be like palatable to like a male audience. Or, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. it's like completely like your thoughts and your expressions and your your research, you know. So that's that's what I want to see more of. And I feel like, you know, having the podcast that you guys have is like basically taking that power back, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like I mean, not even like for a few years forever. It's been like everything has to go through the hands of you know a man's perspective just to get to the masses and i feel like you guys are sort of cutting that out and just creating content that is true to you you know and people are connecting with it you know so i feel like that that's what we need to see more of yeah you know definitely definitely yeah i guess that's the one benefit of not getting any money to do this Mm -hmm. we don't get paid we don't have no sponsorships we're not beholden to anyone to tell us who to cover what to cover Mm. why so that's Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. 100%. You know, we're, we're down for no strings attached. The unicorn <laughs> of a sponsor. <laughs> Email us. That's always nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's also great just be able to do our own thing. For mm. sure. You know, even looking forward, like where do you want to take the, the podcast and even just the brand of what you guys created mm. together? Well, <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, like, I, I feel like I could tie this a little even to the previous question mm. yeah, ab- sure. about like, I I feel that the vast majority, at least, of mainstream like women's publications, women's media platforms, women's TV shows, or women's anything are like wild trash, and <laughs> I I'm actually like continue to be angry about the all the incredibly like destructive and ignorant stuff mm. that I spent most of my adolescence reading, whether that be like women's magazines or like anything mm, that, that are, yeah, mm. exactly. That are like actually like on a syntactical language level, like extremely violent. Mm. And so I feel like there need to be other 
outlets to talk about women's interests, issues, like whatever, that are not focused on basically like your physical presentation in the world mm. as the epitome of the reason that you're that you are alive. Exist, Which yeah. like sounds extreme, but like that is what the majority of stuff is promoting. Yeah. Like I'm not here to look away for you. Mm. Like mm-hmm. and it actually took me like a long time to realize that in a way. Mm. So like actually that's something that I love about podcast is that there's it actually isn't a visual element and I really like that I'm like not yeah yeah, just listen yeah Yeah, sorry (laughs) but um anyway like the challenge moving forward I guess is that at the same time as you said subjectivity is key so like we don't speak for a unifying you know capital W woman like Mm. and we don't believe in like a female gaze or something like that so ultimately we're trying to find a like really dissonant complex and like space for paradox way in which like women of all different kinds of perspectives can all share whatever they're going through or like their experience of being a woman is without needing to come to a conclusive expression of what that is so that's really hard so but i feel like that's our for me like that's a a really big goal moving forward is just like you know tying back to the idea of like whatever your experience is that's valid Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to fit into an umbrella of like some social category some like constructed social category so but i'm very excited about like i wish that i had had something like this to listen to like as a teenager instead of reading whatever like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. 17. Exactly. No, and embracing those like contradictions of like our identities. I think that's a practice. And I'm glad every month we get some practice and reconciling all of the crazy things that, you know, make up who we are and reconcile them. We'll say like, you know, I could be interested in Napier jewelry and Air Jordans, but I could also bring in like French critical theorists to think about why is it that I find these objects significant or why is it that certain in certain spaces or on certain bodies nameplates are seen as tacky but on other bodies they're seen as cute and cool yeah yeah. we can reconcile both of those parts of our ourselves and bring them together and be like they can mutually exist sometimes a lot of times in tension but oftentimes they can complement each other and Mm. the podcast is a really cool platform and the other stuff that we do too, we're 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 doing this like book project too that we could talk about. But um, yeah, just reconciling those two. It's a practice to feel comfortable and okay with being a little weird, I guess. <laughs> yeah. you know, like you, you yeah. say weird, but I, I call it human. You know, yeah. like be honest with you, we're like, all weird. Yeah, we're all weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be- because that that's sort of like even hearing that it's like becoming comfortable with like the complexity of what being a human is Mm -hmm. you know and like you guys are reflecting what society should look like you know it's like not trying to like sort of get everyone on the same page quote unquote you know you're like no like how you see the world and your perspective is valid and this other perspective that may be different from you is equally as valid you know and you're not trying to like sort of corral everyone together and be like, all right, we all think the same way about all things. You know, it's like, exactly. no, it's like reflecting like the natural thought of things. It's like the way people think isn't uniform. So why should we try to encourage that onto people? We can, the best we can do is just sort of encourage people to think for themselves by thinking for ourselves. Right. You know? That's yeah. a great exactly. distinct yeah. way to put it. Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> that's the plan. Go for it. That's yeah. Right on my hands. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I feel like that's mm. the goal. Mm-hmm. And also just to like, put on people who are doing interesting work but don't have necessarily like too much of a public outlet like a lot of our content is is like you know grassroots or or very academic 
you know, professors and whatnot, where it's like you're doing incredible research, but it's only appearing in, in a very, you know, specific academic journal that's only on JSTOR. So it's like right, right. people should know this and want to. Like we get great feedback from episodes that are that's like really in the cut research, mm. and it's just it's just it's very reassuring to know that like that kind of important work like people actually want to hear it even though they might not be able to access it like they want to mm-hmm. so it's, it's fun to do that yeah definitely wow like that's, that's so good to hear you know and I, I think we're we're seeing more of that now where um like there needs to be more of that type of support like you guys are like intentionally finding people who are like doing great work and doing great things and have a great voice that needs to be shared and like in order for like all of our collective sort of like outlets to sort of like flourish, we need to support each other, of you course. know, and especially if like we're, we're all sort of like having that same uh, goal of sort of like, again, just reflecting humanity accurately. That, that's sort of one of the reasons why I wanted you guys to be on the podcast is because like I want more people to know about you. And I feel like, you know, that's that's going to just continue to happen. You know, I feel like that's that's like the goal is to sort of lift each other up, you know, and sort of like instead of like being like, OK, they're, they're doing their thing. We're doing our thing. They're over there. It's like, no, like it's almost doing what Georgie's doing. It's sort of getting right. everybody in the same room and sort of like appreciating each other, you know, right. for exactly who we are, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yes. definitely. There's room for all of us yeah. in 2018 <laughs> and, and forever. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. <laughs> sure. Definitely. Yeah, so um, what are you guys looking forward to this year? Just the future, like what is it looking like? Oh, the future. <laughs> um, should I talk about our hats or the book or? Sure. Yeah, you did mention or, the book earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we've, you know, because we have, you know, so much time to do another project. I'm just like, why do we always do these things? Um, but we are embarked on making a book nice. about nameplates. Mm. So... Uh, we really want it to be a kind of archive, Isabel calls it, a repository of sorts mm. of images, whether they be um, uh, images that people submit. So we're kind of doing a mass call for people from around the world to submit uh, photographs to the book. But we're also having um, some events around New York City over the next year um, to kind of bring people together um, and have their fresh, their photo of their nameplate professionally taken nice. uh, by some photographers who are like choosing to be part of the project, which is really cool. Which our next event, not, yeah, I, yeah. should we just say, yeah. So we're doing our, I, it's, this is our second event uh, nice. for the book. It's happening on January 21st, uh, Cafe Ezra Lee um, in Brooklyn. That's a dope yeah. spot, by the way, yeah. If yeah. you're in Brooklyn, uh, definitely come through from five to eight. Um, a wonderful photographer by the name of Naima Green is going to be, uh, yeah, taking people's portraits, and there's going to be like music, and it's a great vibe. So we're kind of now in the culling stages of gathering stuff and figuring out how we're going to put everything together. But that's kind of our our newest baby that's incubating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about that because I feel like even though it will be ostensibly like a photo slash like dare I say art book Mm -hmm. but um I like that there's an element of there's like an egalitarian way in which we have an email address where you can send your picture and send like a story about your nameplate and also like anyone who has a nameplate can come to the event and get photographed so it's like it's not our role I'm very like I'm a little suspicious of kind of curatorial roles which are Mm -hmm. choosing the best of something and then like designating what the most representative parts are exactly so like as, as you said, like it being a repository, it's more, I like to think of it as an archive where it's like mm-hmm. anybody who wants to 
name themselves as being part of this history mm-hmm. by showing up is are, is automatically part of it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So that I'm hoping that people will come because that would oh, be yeah. necessary. I'm probably gonna be there. Yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> So if you have a name play and would like a picture with it or to tell us anything about how you got it or what it means to you, we would very much like to hear that. Nice. So yeah, just yeah. repeat the the date, the date, place, yeah. and time for people. Date, place, time. So the events and it's, it'll be on Ezra Lee's like IG mm-hmm. and like our stuff. Um. Uh, Sunday, January 21st from 5 to 8 p.m. at Cafe Ashley. I don't know the address, but... It's on Broadway. Yes. Yeah. Off the M train or something? Yeah, off the jam. Like, I think it's a Myrtle Broadway. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Nice, nice. Come through. And there's really good food. (laughs) Yo, that's the thing. The food is really good. It's on point. It's on point. Yeah, so again, you mentioned hats as well. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. We, so, I guess it's been two years. Yeah. Yeah, we've been... Uh, doing uh, making hats basically and other types of like apparel wear but uh, kind of inspired by a love for nameplates actually uh, initially I mean I think both of us our na- first nameplates were like our names mm-hmm. I could say safe to say um, but I guess uh, within the past couple of years we've just making name jewelry with different words and like phrases that, that mean something to us yeah. um, and that kind of extended into uh, embroidering clothing with different oh, words so, so I would I was embroidering like jackets and Isabel started embroidering hats and then we just decided to see if anyone would buy them. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like very Yeah. We invested well, like two hundred dollars. Well, so people and asked and that's how it kind of oh, okay. people would be like, Where'd you get that? Yeah, and I yeah. was like, Well <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um people ask us if we make nameplates too, which is funny. But yeah. We don't have the, the capital yet to, to to buy gold, but um one day, one day. Um so yeah, we just it was a really like you know, pretty basic investment. And since then, it's been really cool to see how people respond to the kind of words and like sentiments that I think are pretty funny and like uh, quirky and make you think. I think yeah, it's I feel like I think about our hats as being like an anti-brand in a way because mm. I feel like so many, so often when you wear a word on your clothing, you're wearing a brand name. Mm. And like I do that all the time, so I'm not throwing shade, but. We would, none of our stuff says our brand. It says a word that we identify with, like thorough or pensive or concise or something. So it's like a little bit, it's, I see it as forging a slightly different dynamic between mm-hmm. like language and and clothing, yeah. which I enjoy personally. It's also nice because we're not, we don't have to adhere to a brand identity in the same way that another thing might have to because if we want to change the words we just do like we just make something else yeah yeah Yeah. so or if we we want to stop making uh, a word we just stop yeah and it's funny how things like become popular or less popular like it it kind of like ebbs and flows with almost like the political climate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah yeah and and it's good too because just like you said almost i like that word anti-brand because it's like you're, you're you're encouraging people to connect with like an idea that reflects them versus mm-hmm. just like brand like putting a name on themselves exactly. labeling yeah. themselves you're like exactly. no like any of the words that you use it's like being able to like say somebody can see that and say oh that reflects how i feel or think you know yeah. and, and they're already using their mind you know exactly. versus just like mindlessly buying a product you right. know so yeah you're helping people to even think in that you know, so that's dope. That's really dope. Yeah. Thanks. I yeah. think of it a little bit of a reversal of mm. the traditional like branding powers. Like our brand will not validate you. You will validate us by wearing this. Whoa. Like, yeah. I, like, and for our, for our Instagram, which is like pretty all over the place, but we just post pictures that people send us in their hat. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
there isn't a like cohesive image of what our customer is going to be. It's just like if you bought this mm -hmm. and you like it, you are the brand. Yeah, like, they, that's they, it. They yeah, create exactly. Brand identity. And so like yeah. you actually are the you are the value add. Wow. Yeah, yeah, which is fun. That's really I'm always so, I'm always like so tickled whenever someone wants one. I don't <laughs> yeah, know, like, or even too. like whenever like, someone like, listens to the show, I'm like, really? Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always funny that's to me that people surprised. actually listen yeah. to it. I forget because I listen to it once. And just same with the hats. We make them and then. It's on and to the off they go, and yeah. on the occasion that we've seen someone in the wild wearing one, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's like spies on the yeah. Yeah, 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 that's, that's really funny. Yeah, and, and I think that's also just confirmation that you guys are creating quality content. You guys aren't just touching on the right issues, you guys are doing it in a very, like, tasteful way. It's easy to digest, and it's something that I think a lot of people can benefit from. So, so yeah, the quality is there, so, like, the fact that people are connecting with it is just further confirmation of that, you know? So it's good, it's really good, definitely. I just wanted to like give you guys a chance if there's anything that you wanna share or something that's on your mind that you feel like needs to be talked about or people should think about. What do you, what do you what's on your mind? Ooh. <laughs> what's on my mind? If I'd be honest, I'd say French fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess, well actually, now that it's a new year, I mean, obviously time is an illusion to some extent, but mm -hmm. like now that we're on this new calendar year, I've been thinking a lot about trying to be more careful about the, about like the, I guess like the media that I'm consuming, but also like the information that I'm just like reading and believing. Mm. So, which has been really hard in the past year, like even since the election, because I feel like I just don't even know what news to read. Mm -hmm. And then like, even when I do read about a topic, I'll talk to someone and they'll have a completely different point of view and I yeah. just don't even know what to think. And yeah. Yeah. it's actually made me retreat from being informed because I feel like no matter what I read, I'm not sure if it's right. Mm. So I guess like something that I've been thinking about is how a way to like figure out where to get information from and to come to and to like think critically about it and I don't know how I'm gonna do that but <laughs> if anybody yeah like I feel like I'd like to hear that discussed more absolutely yeah absolutely because I've been really struggling with it like I don't even really feel comfortable weighing in in a lot of conversations about current events because I feel so unsure about like what I've been reading yeah so yeah absolutely yeah so that's something that's on my mind absolutely yeah I try to stay away from New Year's resolutions because <laughs> Even though I bought a gym membership. We both did at the same gym oh, on like wow. on the same so day. Yeah. It was so weird. No, 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 it was so funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe get more. No, I get I'll get a lot of steps in. I was gonna say more steps in 2018, but no, I get I get my steps in. Um, I guess, you know, to I think I said this earlier, but the idea that there's room for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Right? I think that, that this is why also this experience, having this conversation with you, has been so like awesome and positive and like thanks for Absolutely. really like inviting yeah. us here and um, having this really wonderful conversation because I think that we need um, more of these types of uh, building these types of relationships and mm -hmm. putting each other on and celebrating each other's uh, accomplishments and. Um, um, things they're doing with their life um mm -hmm. so i think that you're you're doing that mm -hmm. so thank you oh. um and i think i want to i want to continue um doing more of that too with like love and gratitude you can tell i read a lot of self-help blogs but um <laughs> um yeah. gratitude be more great i mean be more grateful yeah. Yeah. you know i'm from new york city so like i complain about every fucking thing Talk like yeah. you're walking too slow <laughs> yeah. you're walking too slow like i got to yeah. but i'm just like you know marissa like slow down like <laughs> Really just be grateful that you even like opened your eye, like, I don't know, just kind of just becoming a bit, like slowing down a bit. Cause yeah. I, I realized I could take a lot of 
the basic bodily functions for granted. And I know that sounds like crazy, but I think it's such a gift just to be able to like to see, to walk, to create, to think. Just kind of coming back to myself in that way, I think is、uh, could be really enriching. Yeah.、Um, but yeah, being more positive and you know, there's room for everybody.、Um, and the more we can share and think and love and celebrate one another, I think that we need more of that because you know. Everything around us is just telling us to be against each other.、Mm. So yeah, I think that、Market、I at least mindset,、yeah. exactly like everything's competition. Yeah,、um, and I mean and that and that ladders into relationships, whether that be between women, between genders, or、um, you know different formations of gender. However, people want to identify. I think、um, kind of. Resisting the market logic to always want to kick somebody off <laughs> their path, yeah, yeah.、Um, and overtake them,、mm. which I think, as much as I'd like to think that I'm not that type of person, which I'm not, I feel like in a capitalist society, many of us, including myself, have been kind of so indoctrinated、Forced、with that, to, yeah. yeah, that kind of like ideology that、mm. the competition is good. So yeah, unlearning that、mm. in 2018, yeah, and like really being rigorous about. You know what? Spread, spread love, spread joy, and I think to bring it back full circle,、mm. the space that we met at Joji's space is really a great example、Absolutely. of more environments that we need. Like these are the spaces where these types of relationships are facilitated in a really genuine and like loving place. Yeah.、Um, so more spaces like Magic Market. No, absolutely. For sure. Yeah.、Um, See,、so yeah, that's on my mind. More gratitude. French fries, I said,、um, <laughs> yeah. and there's room for everyone. No salad, 2018. Yeah,、Ooh. just kidding. Yeah,、wow. I'm kind of、wow. kidding, but I'm like, I'm gonna enjoy my life. I take, I take. Uncut, uncut,、right. no salad. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank you. This is so cool. Thank、uh, you so no,、much. thank you, and I, I really appreciate you guys because just having this conversation as well. I just, I just learned so much, you know. And I feel like, you know, it's just further confirmation that you know, like supporting people, like, and it creates great moments. You know, I think that you know to see more of that happening this year, you guys are setting the precedent for that. So. I'm just sort of happy to see it and be a part of it and support where I can. So thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. So how can people find the podcast? You, you guys' personal information? Like, give us, let us the know. The podcast. So the podcast is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. It's called the Top Rank Podcast. I don't even know if we really like said that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where do we get that in there? Yeah. <laughs> Top Rank Podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, and also No Wave has just become like a promo、yeah. sponsor. Yeah. So shout. Shout out to No Wave. Shout out to No Wave and the whole family. They're killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like so they're really amazing partners that similarly have just wanted to support us、mm. in a way that's really, I feel, I like to say unicornish, but yeah, yeah. It's been it's been awesome. So that's where you can find us,、um, the stuff that we do. Yeah. Atline is our brand. Yeah. We and Top Rank has an Instagram.、Oh, it's、yeah. just at Top Rank Magazine. Our hats are at hat underscore line, and you can find us both on there too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, this sounds great.、Um, I'm really glad that you guys came. Thank you. Also, this is a podcast, so people don't really know like weather and stuff. But you guys came in the cold, <laughs> and like you know, in the dead of winter, and you guys like came through and you know just just came to hang out and talk. So I really appreciate that. Once again, just continue to keep doing what you're doing. Like it's making an impact, and it's really changing how people think and encouraging people to be themselves. So, once again, thank you guys.
guys for both being on. Thank you. For Thank you for having us. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So this has been The Open Canvas with Taj Alexander, and we're out. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Awesome. That was so Killed good. It. Thank you so much. That was fun. You knocked it out. Like, that yeah. was great. That was really Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like, I love this We've like never I feel like we need that. to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Joji made us make a video about that. Okay. To find out more about the Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also, stay tuned to our Instagram at theopencanvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, Taj T A J dot opencanvas at gmail.com this has been the open canvas produced by taj alexander 